T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. KCBS Radio, original podcasts. In the middle of the night on Tuesday at 2.34 a.m., residents of Humboldt County in Northern California, about 280 miles northwest of Sacramento, were shaken awake by a 6.4 magnitude earthquake. It wouldn't be long before they would understand the severity of the damage and loss. Sunrise a few hours later would bring the first glimpse of much of it. Daylight was the only way to see it, as more than 70,000 homes and businesses were without power. Some three dozen aftershocks would continue to rattle the ground and people's nerves. And later Tuesday, we would learn of two dead. From KCBS Radio, I'm Matt Pittman. And this is Bay Current. Today, two conversations with two people on the ground, both my KCBS radio colleagues. Up first, reporter Megan Goldsby, who is from Humboldt County and whose parents still live up there. Megan was dispatched from here in the Bay Area to head up north to cover the story for us on the air. And then later in the episode, podcast producer Sydney Fishman visiting her mom's home in Humboldt County for holiday break. Sydney and her mom, and it must be mentioned since she is the official mascot of the podcast, Sydney's Corgi, Coco, all experienced the earthquake in real time. But up first, a look at the scene, the damage, and how the community begins to put itself back together. Megan, I got a lot of questions, but I guess the biggest one is just tell me what you've seen over the last uh, day plus. Yeah, it wasn't too hard to find the damage when I went to Rio Del. Now, Rio Del is a small community, very small near Fortuna. You may have heard of that. If you haven't heard of that, Eureka is the, the closest large town here. But Rio Del, right along a river, there was a whole lot of houses that were off the foundation, crushed foundation. I saw a chimney uh, toppled into the grass. I actually got to go inside that house and was able to see that the not just the chimney fell off, the mantle inside disconnected. The living room was completely full of bricks in that situation. So really just a big mess in Rio Del. You can see a few broken windows here and there in other spots, but that was the, the part of Humboldt County that took this 6.4 the worst. Wow. So like not, you know, insignificant in terms of damage. And obviously, you know, I think the, the 
biggest story out of it is that you know there are people who lost their lives from this earthquake. Um, do, have are we learning anything? Do we know the circumstances and who the people were? These two people who have been claimed as as victims of this earthquake? Yeah, they haven't released much information about them. We know that one person was in their 70s, the other was in their 80s, and we know that they were not hit by any falling debris. They were not trapped. What happened was they had medical emergencies that started when the earthquake started. Think mm. a heart attack, for example. Sure. Now, they didn't say exactly what had happened, but that is, is what they're releasing. And the problem was that in the first 90 minutes after this earthquake hit, which you'll remember was 2.30 in the morning, there were 60 calls into the volunteer fire department in uh, Rio Dell, and that meant that they sent out as many people as they could. Of course, everyone was on it. Everyone from other towns came to, to Rio Dell to help, but they just didn't have enough people. They just didn't have enough ambulances, which is kind of a scary thing. My parents live in Ferndale. It was it was a little bit scary to hear that there are actually only two ambulances at any given time for these few cities. Now, they got oh, other wow. ambulances in. I know it's it really, that number was, it was kind of striking to me. Yeah. They got in one ambulance from Garberville, which is about 45 minutes south. They got several ambulances from Eureka and Arcata, but they're about 45 minutes north. So really, the, the whole situation, they're working with probably around six to nine uh, ambulance crews, and everyone put everything they could into it. But these two people who died, it was actually a case of just not being able to get medical attention quickly enough. How are your folks? How is their home, their property, their belongings? Yeah, they're, they're good. Thank you for asking. This situation, because they're in Ferndale, even though it's only a few miles from Rio Del, just wasn't hit as hard this time. They lost a, a few things, but uh, no structural damage, which is nice. Now, we have a lot of these big earthquakes here in Humboldt County. You may have heard that there was a 6.2 on the exact same day last year, which is just wild to think about because we know how unpredictable, at least for us, earthquakes are and can be. Um, when I was a kid, it was 1992. We had uh, quite a series of earthquakes. It was a 7.2 followed by a 6.5 and then a 6.6. Those all within 24 hours of each other, mm. the afternoon and then into the night. And so that's why a lot of people here with this 6.4 feel like, well, Maybe it's maybe it's not over. You know, some people put things back up right away. Some people will even leave things on the ground. I know my parents have been just leaving some, say, Christmas decorations on the ground, saying let's give it a little bit more time until we can get that stuff back up because you just never know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. And you never get used to that. Even like you said, that yeah, that's one of the hot spots in California, in the West Coast. But, yeah, you, there's no way you could ever get used to that, right? Yeah, I once interviewed a USGS uh, person who told me, if you want to feel an earthquake, go to Humboldt County. I was like, yeah, no, I know. I've I've been there. I've felt them. Uh, you think you're used to them. People have uh, nonchalance about them. Like, oh, I mean, especially say there's something in the four-point range. It, the, no one even bats an eye. Yeah. These, though, you know, earthquake this big, you definitely feel. But everyone, you know, just says, well, that's that's just life here. But the moment it starts, that's a, that's a different yeah. moment. Everyone, you just don't know how big it's going to get, the ones that keep going. This this last one was lasted quite a bit of time. Uh, you just, in that moment, there's no nonchalance to be had. You're just holding on. So right now is is the, the greatest area of concern, I imagine, would be the, the trying to restore power to everyone. Um, and certainly, you know, that covers a lot of bases. That opens up businesses, that opens up grocery stores. Uh, but then that gets to kind of the point you know, 
2A for me, which is the grocery stores. It sounds like that's becoming a concern is people being able to get kind of the basics, the the bread, milk, you know, bottled water, things like that, because grocery stores uh, don't have power and some businesses still haven't reopened, right? Yeah, exactly. That is the case. Now, I'm in Fortuna, which is right next to Rio Del, and just in, in the last 10 minutes or so, they got power. There was I was talking to folks in a liquor store, and cheers went up as the lights went on. But even before that, they did have a generator at this location. They were just accepting cash only. Uh, you know, the, the alcohol was not being kept cold at this liquor store. You would have to, you know, maybe put it outside. It's pretty <laughs> cold here to chill it yourself. But they uh, other stores have not been able to open at all, especially in the areas without water. Now, that's been a big one. Rio Del, um, the hardest hit spot, has not had water. They were expecting it might take even a few days to get it back online. Once it does come online, they're going to ask everyone to be boiling that water to make sure it's safe. The problem was that the earthquake was so big, there were just cracks in the in the water pipes underground, so they have to get all of that fixed first. Now, the, there were about 70,000 people out of power, which actually doesn't sound like that many people when you look at Bay Area numbers. That's a huge, That's a lot huge of number people, of people yeah. in Humboldt County. Yeah, it's it's stretched almost the entire length of the county, so they've slowly been getting it back online. But at this point, it's been far over 24 hours that we've been looking at, at not having any power. So, yeah, people are definitely starting to lose things uh, in their fridge and then not necessarily be able to replace them. But PG&E is hoping to get all the lights back on in the next few hours. How are people staying warm? This is a this is a, a very cold winter by even you know, California standards and Northern California standards. And that's a lot of people like we just talked about without power. Uh, how great is the concern uh, for local officials in, in trying to communicate ways to safely heat your home? You know, a lot of people will, you know, we hear these stories. We think it's crazy, but a lot of people under that kind of desperate times, desperate measures thing will, will do things that aren't safe to bring heat into their home. Right. How are they keeping people warm? Yeah, remember to never never start a barbecue or fire inside your house. It can be very dangerous. Of course, a fire in the fireplace is what a lot of people are using. You've seen all of that haze in the Bay Area in, in recent days. Well, we had that here as well uh, yesterday. Then, then starting today, we've got a little bit of drizzle, so it's kind of knocked it out of the air. But you can see fireplaces going left and right, lots of fireplaces um, in this area is the way that most people are staying warm. Communities have opened some warming and charging. Charging centers, though, if you can imagine what a lifeline your cell phone is and, and not being able to, to charge it for a few days, you know, you really might need to get to that center if you aren't able to charge it out of your car. So there are centers as well. I know that uh, in, in Ferndale, I know neighbors are helping other neighbors. We texted our neighbor, we have a fireplace, we have coffee if you need to come over, that kind of thing. So everyone's just reaching out. Uh, you know, some communities have a lot of experience with disasters like this, and everyone really just bonds together to help everyone else out. Megan, appreciate the time and uh, great reporting as always, and glad that you've been able to stay safe. Please continue to do so. Thank you. Happy to talk to you. Now to my colleague, Sydney Fishman. I had to give her a phone call. Hello. Hi, Sydney. Hi. Check in, see if she was doing okay, but also get the firsthand account of what it was like to write out a 6.4 magnitude earthquake. Sydney lives here in the Bay in Oakland, but her mom lives in Humboldt County, and that's where Sydney was at 2.34 a.m. on Tuesday morning. So my parents live in Garberville in southern Humboldt, which is um, just about, you know, 30 or 40 minutes south of actually where the fault line is, which is near Fortuna. 
Um, and yeah, it's located, my parents' home's located in Southern Humboldt, um, which is actually pretty close to where the epicenter of the earthquake was. Wow. So yeah. it, it, it happened at what, 2.34 a.m. So you're on your vacation. Were you up late partying? Were you up late watching TV? Were you up no. at all? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was actually just sleeping. Like I'm such a, an early bird. So I tried to get to sleep really early that night, like around 10 p.m. I went to sleep. And I was sleeping in my mom's house, and I was sound asleep. And then, yeah, exactly, at about, like, 2.45 a.m., I think it was, I I might have honestly felt the aftershock of the earthquake, but I mm. just remember feeling this really large jolt kind of rumbling the ground, and I woke up immediately from my sleep. Um, and, you know, my dog Coco's always with me, so she was sleeping with me, and she kind of started barking and making noises at the sound. Um so I felt this really large jolt, and the ground was kind of shaking underneath me. And in that moment, I was really scared. I didn't know what was going on, but I also was trying to stay calm. So I honestly didn't run outside, which is like what most people do during earthquakes. They, they're supposed to run outside, I think, into like a clear field. But I honestly just stayed in bed just to kind of wait for it to, to end, for the for the earthquake to go away. So I, I stayed pretty calm at but that it, moment. But it literally woke you up. That's wild. Yeah. It Man. woke me up. It it shaked my mom's house. Um, luckily, my mom is very lucky to where where our house is located. It was far enough from the epicenter that you know my mom's house didn't have any damage to it. Um, so nothing it, like nothing rattled like off the shelf or like no pictures were kind of crooked on the wall or anything. No, we were extremely lucky. My mom's house was very stable. The only thing that happened to my mom's house was the earthquake opened our doors in the middle of the night. It opened, like, one or two doors, and that wow. was basically it. Dang. But it, it wasn't enough to really, you know, have severe damage. Like, again, the epicenter was a lot closer to the towns of Ferndale and Fortuna, which are about 30 minutes away from my mom's house, and that's where there's a lot of severe damage. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm really relieved to hear that, like, your mom, you there's no damage that you guys are having to deal with. But, man, even, like, just the ability for it to open doors is, is just wild. Yeah. That's, it's that's pretty insane. And, like, you know, my mom was telling me she was really freaked out because it's weird to feel something so stable, like, shake beneath you. Oh, and yeah. that's a very strange sensation. And, um... My mom said that she stayed up for hours because she was freaked out. Um, and she also just said it was such a weird, it felt longer than usual because my mom has experienced other earthquakes in California, and this one felt longer, like it lasted for a longer amount of time. Have you talked to any neighbors, asked them about any damage, had a chance to see anything that, that looks out of place or looks like it was impacted in, the, in your neighborhood or the area around you guys? Yeah, so we, you know, I'm on holiday right now, and basically we're going to pick up a friend flying into the Eureka Arcata Airport, which is located in northern Humboldt. That's um, about an hour north of where my mom lives. So we went to pick him up, and that's in the town of Eureka. And basically Eureka was also devastated by the earthquake. A lot of businesses had allegedly had broken glass. Um, when we drove up to Eureka yesterday, they were boarding up the shops. There was a lot of, you know, wooden boards going up. Basically, the whole city of Eureka was out of power. So it didn't just affect, you know, the smaller towns of Ferndale and Fortuna. It also affected Eureka, Arcata, and all these other little cities um, in northern Humboldt. Um, a lot of people had their houses dilapidated, seeing, you know, shattered glass inside homes. And a lot of people are without power 
in the midst of a really cold winter. So some people are supposedly having to go to heating centers or mm. going to warming centers within Humboldt County. And a lot of people are just trying to figure out if they have generators. You know, some people do have generators, some people don't. So there's a lot of backup generators going up. Um, and so, yeah, it's really crazy. I feel like Eureka looks like kind of an apocalyptic city right mm. now. It just it looks very uh, crazy. So, just, yeah. just because, like, uh, power's out and there's power lines and, you know, utility crews and things like that? Exactly. And also, it's just really hard to get food. Like, a lot of the restaurants are closed. And, oh, wow. You know, the coffee shops are closed. It's hard to kind of even just get food or get coffee anywhere. It's like a lot of the businesses have been really affected hmm. by this. So, uh, did, so you guys didn't lose power? We actually did. My mom, so the power actually, even though my mom's house, was fine we did lose electrical power how long were you out of out of power uh we were out of power for several hours not an insane amount of time but from when it hit at 3 a.m we were out of power until about 11 oh wow that's a that's that's not a short amount of time wow yeah so all the material things it sounds like for you guys at least are are okay that's good but you know the the people stuff is the most important how are the nerves how's your mom doing how are you doing Oh, yeah. Well, thank you so much for asking, Matt. Um, Everyone's nerve seems really shaken up. Again, I was really fortunate that I was able to stay calm, but traveling to Fortuna and Eureka yesterday, everyone was really freaked out. People, you know, we were able to find an open grocery store, but all the lights were off in the grocery store because I think they were still trying to regain power, and people seemed really freaked out. There was just huge lines at the grocery checkout stands, and again, it just seemed like a moment where people were trying to come together in the grocery store and kind of comfort each other because people were pretty shaken up. Yeah. Um, How's, how, is our, how is our KCBS multimedia mascot, Coco, the oh. <laughs> precious, beautiful, wonderful Corgi? Uh, she is doing fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, thank you for asking. Again, she was, she was pretty protective. She just barked, you know, a little bit throughout the night yeah. when the earthquake happened. But she she's doing fine now. But again, I just feel kind of worse for people who are from these other towns yeah. that were closer to the epicenter. Like, again, Megan Goldsby from KCBS is from Ferndale area, which is where there's a lot more damage done to the home. Thank you for yeah. taking a couple minutes out of your uh, out of your holiday break to chat with us, and um, best of luck the rest of the way out, and we'll see you soon. Yeah, thank you, Matt. Thank you. Bay Current is a production of KCBS Radio. Thank you so much to my colleagues, Megan Goldsby and Sydney Fishman. Writing, production, and editing by me, Matt Pittman. For Bay Area stories and reporting on stories like these, subscribe to Bay Current on the Odyssey app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.